Welcome to the Joyful Health Show. I'm your host, Casey Schuler, mom, personal trainer, and Bible study author. And I'm here to help you discover joyful health by grace. Hey, I am so looking forward to sharing today's episode with you and introduce you to Katie. The Lord really changed her life in a big way in college. So now she gets to do college ministry and share this good news with other students. So if you are in college or if you have a college student, this episode would really be great for you. And even if you're not and you are simply struggling with being tired of striving for health, our hope is that this conversation will encourage you towards surrender. And since Katie and I met through the Joyful Health course, I have to share a little bit more about that because enrollment is now open and we are only opening this course once a year now so that we can be available to coach you through it one-on-one because we believe it is personally important. Um, So it is a three-month online program that will help you ditch the diet cycle and the stress of wellness culture for good by teaching you some intuitive eating principles and joyful movement so you can have better overall health in the Lord. And really, we focus on discernment and the spirit to lead you in the ways that are good and life-giving because it is only from the Lord that we can experience that true lasting health. Um, We do anchor every single lesson in scripture. We weave in the scientific research and practical tips because it's uh, taught by uh, myself, personal trainer, and then dietitian Aubrey Golbeck. And we wrap it all up with prayer because we believe that true transformation happens by the renewal of our minds, empowered by the spirit. Okay, so what else does this course include over the three months? Um, You'll have that dedicated coach to meet with you one-on-one every other week. Um, And I am one of those. And so I'm so looking forward to meeting you and to walking you through this because I know that it is has created so much freedom in my own life and in others. And I am on fire to be able to walk with you through it too and excited what the Lord has for you. Um, you we will also have a small group cohort with monthly calls so we can do it together um, with others. We will have the 12 weeks of video teaching along with transcripts so that you can print those out, read them on your own. You don't always have to use a screen. Um, you can also access the content on an app on your phone to just make it more convenient and doable. Um, We will send you three emails a week to kind of keep you on track for the coursework. Um, We also include devotionals and we will send you your own physical journal in the mail that accompanies the course. And that is so that you can really work out some of those heart questions, those hard heart questions um, on your own with the Lord. It's It acts a lot like a prayer journal, and you can really stay on track with the course content that way too. Um, So what Katie kind of talks about in this episode is that if you are just like feeling consumed by really trying to have manage and control the perfect way to eat, or you're always feeling the pressure to exercise, don't wait to get help. Um, She encourages us to get serious about getting free. And if you are unsure, um, if you have doubts, the best way to erase those uncertainties is to take action, is to take action, is to take a small step. So if you think that the course may help you, um, ask us any questions that you may have. You can ask us how we can help you discover if, if this course may a good, be a good fit for you, or if we think 
that, you know, we can refer you elsewhere, then it's our joy to be able to do that too and to partner with our colleagues who we love and and whom the Lord has gifted. So this is my encouragement to you to just really seek the Lord, ask him to show you the next step. Um, Jesus tells us that if we seek him with all our heart, we will find him. And that is a promise. So if you're interested in the course, you can find all the details, including a link to book a discovery call with me to, you know, learn more about it at joyfulhealth.co slash course. We do have an early bird discount going on and it ends next Wednesday. So um, don't wait to look into it. We really look forward to freeing you up to rest in God's grace for your health. Okay, friends, on to the episode. Welcome to season four of the podcast where we are getting free. Galatians 5.1 says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. We have to let go in order to grow. We have to set aside health habits and ways that are no longer leading to that eternal health that we are seeking in Christ alone. We no longer want to carry those heavy burdens, but we want to walk free in Christ. If you have a topic that you'd like us to discuss on the podcast, head to joyfulhealth.co slash podcast, fill out the form at the bottom with your suggestions. We would really love to hear from you and to have a podcast episode on what you want to listen to. So today it is my honor and privilege to interview Katie Filkowski. Welcome, Katie. Hey, I am so, so excited to be here. Yeah, me too. Okay, so I know Katie from our 12-week course, um, but if you don't know Katie, here's a little bit about her. She works for a college campus ministry at the University of Arkansas that helps college students grow in their faith equip them into lifelong disciple makers. Someone guided her to Jesus in college and it changed everything for her. And now she gets to help other girls find their true identity and purpose in Jesus, despite the false truths that we tend to gravitate towards. She's been married for a little over two years and she loves anything outside, including hiking on trails, playing pickleball, biking, soccer. So it sounds like you really love joyful movement. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And it's great that I married someone who also does as well. Living in Fayetteville too, it has many opportunities for us to enjoy joyful movement. So it's been really great. Yeah. My sister lived in um, Little Rock and it was so fun to be able to see all of the, yeah, the outdoor activities were abundant. So that's really cool. You get to take advantage of that. So Katie, tell us a little bit about your story. We touched on it briefly, how as a college student, you kind of came to Jesus in a certain way. So tell us about what your journey with health has been like and how God brought you to where you are today. Yeah, I I mean, I even tell people I can't imagine navigating kind of my health journey right now without faith in Christ. And so I'm really, I mean, beyond thankful that there was someone who really helped me understand who Jesus was and how to follow him and not just have the head knowledge, um, which Mm -hmm. is what I had coming into college. So when I got to meet multiple people who really kind of helped me just grow in my faith and what it looks like to read and understand, apply God's word. Um, It really is helping me now in navigating my health journey because it was more so right after college. I was making these health goals, um, which I was so excited about and really did 
feel like I had these like great motives behind it. But I think later I started to realize I was just being really affected and influenced by more media and what Mm -hmm. the world was saying, what was healthy. You know, I'm kind of doing quotes because I started unknowingly making it an idol in my Mm -hmm. life. It really was something that I cared about, but was caring way too much about Mm -hmm. and started to lean into perfect eating as if there was such a thing, but -hmm. really just like restricting and, you know, wanted to make sure I'm eating only healthy foods and making sure I'm always moving my body. And it was hard too, because I was getting this like positive reinforcement from others and I'm not like blaming them, but there was this kind of this positivity I was receiving from others and how I was living. And so it felt like I was really being known as this disciplined person, this really healthy person who had a lot of self-control. And so those things started to become this identity for me. Mm. And I think that's when, thankfully, God really did kind of help throw me in reality um, by friends and family kind of sending me down and really telling me that they were concerned or the Mm. way I was living, or just my health in general, and pushing me towards getting help. And so I'm really thankful. I think that really was the spirit and God humbling me to be able to receive that and actually reach out for help. Because I started to realize that what I thought was me being healthy wasn't. And so these past couple years have been me kind of redefining health, um, introducing (laughs) a lot more food back into my meals and moving my body in a way that really is just good for it and not like pushing it all the time or living out of this like fear should mentality, but with more grace and gentleness. So I think recognizing that I did have an eating disorder and that I was idolizing my body and just really just being honest with myself in these areas has been something I've been growing in the past two years and even still today just continuing to grow and bring God into my health and wellness journey. Yeah. And that's so important to notice that those idols can really creep up. I mean, often we don't recognize them for what they are until they've gotten a hold on us. And, (laughs) or maybe it's really that we have a hold on them. Like we are gripping tightly (laughs) to this thing that's now become our identity. So we feel like we can't let go because if we let go, we might lose ourselves too. Mm -hmm. And so that can be scary. There's one quote from Tim Keller that I love about idols and it's helpful to recognize how do I, how do I know what an idol is in my life? Idols consume you as you pursue them, disappoint you when you get them and devastate you when you lose them. So thinking about that, how did you see that happening in your life or did it take others approaching you to notice that? I I love that quote. I can definitely relate to that. I think there was a little bit of both. I think maybe deep down there are times I knew and I would even talk um, to the woman who mentored me um, at the time. I would even talk about how I feel like I do have this unhealthy relationship with food But I thought me just talking about that and bringing her into it and we would pray together was almost like enough Mm. because I was stuck in this compare mentality of like, I really am looking at the people around me and I'm like, it doesn't seem that bad what I'm Mm. doing. It actually feels pretty normal to view and choose food this way or to move my body this way because that's just what I see around me or even what people are wanting Mm. to do. And it felt like I was already there. Like, oh, what people are trying to get into, like, oh, I've arrived, I made it. But I also did feel this, I don't know, this spirit probably convicted me too. Like, I I know I probably shouldn't be thinking about this much. Mm. Um, And I do think there's a piece of me really felt like I had control of it, but really it did have control over me based Mm. on how much I was thinking about it and how much it 
drove like decisions in my life. Mm-hmm. And there was a piece of like deep down, I was, I think, just confused a little bit on, is this a big deal? Should I take this seriously? But God really, <laughs> so kind, did put people in my life to almost help me see it more black and white and face reality with it. Yeah. And you talked about that environment that you're in, it seemed normal. And it seemed like, oh, Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to be disciplined and everyone wants to to work out as much as I do or to eat the way that I do. So, you know, I, I've done it and I think this is a good thing. But then the spirit will have that, like that gentle whisper, a little knock on the door of your heart. Like, hmm, you know, this might be taking up too much of your mind. And so that little prompt kind of made you question, um, would you say that that's, that's, was that environment in college? Because I feel like that's a very, college can be a really hard place to be. For women. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I feel like this has now been more part of my ministry these past two years because of my personal experience with it. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm now just more aware of it where mm-hmm. before I feel like it wasn't as much talked about and no one knew maybe how to talk about it. They only knew how to talk about food and health in a way that the world was talking about it versus yeah bringing God's word into this area of my life. And I think it was hard because when I was a college student, I felt like I was struggling a little bit with the opposite of almost wanting to be, you know, what I thought was like disciplined and fit and healthy, but choosing to go to food more for like comfort. So I've been on the other side a little bit of thinking like, being kind of hard on myself of, man, I'm not healthy because my body either doesn't look like this or um, the way I'm just indulging food. And it's Mm -hmm. like, neither are good. Neither I was including God in. And so Mm -hmm. I've been on both sides. And when I was in college, it was more so the going to food more for like comfort and not actually ask my body, what does it need? uh, What Mm -hmm. sounds good? And even treasuring and stewarding my body well um, to take care of it. I just didn't really know how to do that well. And I felt like I was doing all these other spiritual disciplines. Mm. That was good um, for my heart and my mind. And especially when it comes like singleness, you know, there's all these other areas where I felt like I was learning how to bring God into it. But when it came to food and fitness, Mm. I just, I didn't know. I didn't know how. And so when I graduated college, I had more room to go into this like fitness goal journey. And Mm. again, it was good at first. I I did want to take care of my body better, but it quickly led into me controlling it, managing it. Oh, this this feels kind of good because I feel like I'm able to control an area of my life. Mm. And I know it's good because I'm supposed to treasure my body like a temple. But again, it just kind of, like you said earlier, it's sneaky. And mm. yeah, the environment in college of comparing yourself to other girls. And that doesn't just go away when you graduate. I think comparison and the enemy really is using us just being discontent in what God has given us and Mm -hmm. trying to manage and control and fix our bodies, even though they're not broken to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. That's really important. I feel like that's a common misconception as far as like, I'm taking care of my body as a temple. Well, I, you know, the scripture talks about that too, of it's not the gold that makes the temple holy. It's the God who lives there. And so Mm. same goes with our health and wellness practices. It's not the way that we treat our body that makes us holy or better or good, but it's the God who dwells there. And so if there's no mm-hmm. room for him there, because we are the ones that have to control it and we are the ones who have to manage it, it's like it's pushing God out of his temple. And that's a really hard line to to walk, especially if you're like, I don't know what this looks like to invite God into this relationship with health. So I love that he's brought you to <laughs> this place. And I love how he's surrounded you with people who love you enough to like support you in that too, and to point that out. Um So what would you say is like the health mindset that you have outgrown 
in your wellness journey? Yeah, I feel like there's actually a lot. And I feel like the, even today, it feels like there's more that I'm recognizing that I'm outgrowing. Mm-hmm. But really just the mindset that I have to like manage or upkeep a certain eating and exercise behavior mm. to feel safe and confident in myself. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think I was always quick to ask myself the question, what should I be doing or what should I eat? And not that those questions, I mean, those questions aren't bad necessarily, but it felt like that was the only question Mm -hmm. I was asking myself and left little room to ask myself or to give myself just flexibility and rest Mm -hmm. and freedom. And it was just like a false security mindset of me again, controlling my health journey and operating out of the belief that, yeah, I was able to control it and perfect Mm -hmm. it. And it felt nice. But if I'm being honest later again, it helped me realize that I was really just trying to control that area of my life so that I could control how other others perceived me or even how I perceived myself. Mm. And now I'm just living in this reality. And yeah, just the security of that. I don't have to be influenced by the world or the media to mm. understand how to pursue true health and true wellness. Yeah, I love that. And it's interesting, you talked about the questions of always having to ask yourself, well, what should I be doing right now? What should I eat? And Mm -hmm. I ask myself that all the time, which I told my husband that. And he was like, that sounds exhausting. (laughs) Don't don't you think that way? Like, what's the right thing to be doing right now at any moment at any given moment? I'm always thinking about that. He's like, no, mm-hmm. I don't think that's good. <laughs> it's funny because I've never thought of myself as this perfectionist, um, the way that people talk about perfectionists. But in this area, again, like I think that like, there is a right way. And I, I feel like I don't want to go out of control in this area. I want to perfect this area. So yeah. And uh, it was exhausting. And like, so Elisa Keaton wrote this book called The Body Revelation. Um, we have an episode interviewing her on that. But what she talks about, which was so interesting to me, and I never thought about it this way, was if the Holy Spirit, if we have invited the Holy Spirit and he lives in us, then those questions of like, what should I eat or what should I move? Flipping that on its head of more of like, well, Holy Spirit, what what would you like to do? You know, mm-hmm. because like if we want him to lead and and he dwells with us and he we're abiding with him, then we get to ask him. And we get to have ears to hear and, and eyes to see to be able to communicate with him in that way in the space of our body and to do those physical things like eating and drinking and whatever we do to the glory of God. And so that's such an interesting question to me that I'm still figuring out. But um, I think that it does release a ton of the personal stress um, on and burden from your shoulders to be able to ask that instead. Um, okay, so it sounds like what you are replacing is having to control and manage your health journey. And instead, you're replacing it with following the Lord. Can you tell me a scripture that really undergirds your journey? Is there something from God's word that you're like, oh, this has really anchored my my journey and has helped me, helped guide me? Yeah, 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20 okay. is a verse that has been so helpful for me. And it says, or do you not know that your body is mm-hmm. a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own for you were bought with a price. So glorify God with your body mm. or in your body. And I just, I love the part. It's almost so direct saying like, you are not your own mm. because one is saying like, my body is not mine. Um, God gave me my body and it belongs to him. And I think, again, that's a humbling statement for us to say that my body is not mine, but it belongs to our creator who loves us. And 
I don't get to define myself. But I think a better way I've been trying to tell myself that statement is, yes, I don't get to define myself, but I don't carry the burden or the pressure to have to. And I think that's just what I needed was almost got in his kindness. He's directly telling us we are not our body. And that is that is so good that Mm -hmm. we don't get or have to define it because he has already defined it for us. And so that scripture has really carried me into letting go of the perfection aspect of health and leaving now more room for grace Mm. and joy. And I think we can all relate that we can at times care sometimes way too much again, how um, we should look versus who we just already are in Christ. Mm. And when I leave God or when I bring God and invite him into this area of my life, I do feel like there is more just grace and joy Mm. and able to live my life that he has given me. And when he's not invited, I'm more driven by just assumptions of what this food will make me feel like or fear of a certain food or judgment if I did or did not work out or carelessness or neglecting my body. And so when I should be treasuring it. So just that yeah, idea of let I love the theme, um, Casey, of this um, season of just like letting go to grow, like just because the word I feel like that has been huge for me is just surrendering. I just mm-hmm. need to surrender <laughs> my health and each meal, each workout to God um, and it's not a one-time decision for me. This mm-hmm. is an everyday, like you were saying, every decision um, that I get to invite him into and that he desperately wants to be a part of. So there's just more gentle gentleness towards myself, grace. And it's, yeah, it's not as exhausting when we invite him into it. It's actually resting and fulfilling. Yeah. I'm just exhaling a breath of, you know, releasing that burden on our shoulders, just hearing you talk about that. Um, And I love how you said that we belong to him and in our uh, church every Sunday, we talk about a statement of faith. And a lot of times it's, you know, Christian, what is your only hope in life and in death? And we answer as a body, my only hope in life and death is that I belong to Jesus Christ, body and soul. And so I'm like, yes, that is, that is our only hope. Like we belong to him, body and soul mm-hmm. and our, our bodies included, you know? Um, and so, mm-hmm. so then, and that's the only way that we really, really can honor him because the only thing that truly honors God is, is Jesus. Cause he has lived a perfect life and we get to rest in his life and in his works and then receive his grace which, you know, is just an unbelievable feeling of gratitude. And that's what we get to live our life Mm -hmm. from. So thank you. Um, My next question is, how has your health been impacted by this change? Um, So it sounds like a lot of your mental and emotional health have been impacted by this um, shift to surrender. Is there anything else that you can speak Mm -hmm. to about your health? Yeah, I think even going through the 12 week course was so huge for me because it helped me understand to like holistic health of Mm. thinking more of the areas of my life that I've been neglecting that aren't healthy, but my body or gut is healthy. But there's so many aspects of our body that God wants us to be thriving in and healthy. And so just more of my relational health, my social health, my mental health, emotionally, yeah, has just affected my marriage. It's affected Mm. my ministry, my capacity to be the friend that I want to be to my friends. And yeah, even just like other factors of potentially if God 
wants to grow our family one day. It's like I'm healthier more in that area for that to happen. Or just I've yeah. understood more of the factors of giving my brain nutrition to like give it carbohydrates. And mm. I, I just feel like I'm understanding more of the areas in my body that actually needs to like be healthy and not going on a long run and eating a salad isn't always going to be the health decision for me, even though those are good things. And my need to be what that health decision is in the moment, but almost broadening what is like health mean. And so I think even going to a doctor whenever I I was at my lowest low, when Mm -hmm. my friends and family kind of pushed me to get help, I went to just go see a doctor and being able to just sit down and hear from a professional say I have low vitamins, low blood pressure, low heart rate, you know, it's just like I'm hearing from a doctor, even though I, I truly felt like I was very, very healthy. And a lot of yeah. people would even define me as that. But here's a doctor telling me areas that I'm not healthy. Mm-hmm. I just needed that like truth. I just need to face reality in that area to then actually start taking steps towards mm-hmm. make, yeah, helping my body become healthy again in just more areas. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I think just having a bigger perspective on giving my body truly what it needs and not what I think it needs Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. all the time. And whether it's I need rest, I need sleep, I need to stretch, or I just need to be in fellowship. I need to be with other people um, to fill me up right now. Uh, my health that has impacted just all areas of my life that God has given me. And yeah, yeah I'm just really, really thankful for it. And it's even talking about it right now on the podcast, it's just good for me even today to continue to walk in that direction, mm-hmm. a true health. Yes, I love that. That's way more than what I expected you to say. <laughs> 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 so and yeah, and you mentioned the 12 week course, and that's kind of how we met. And it's funny because in the 12 week course, we really highlight the ways of grace when it comes to food and fitness. But really, our goal is to help you surrender those things and maybe think about those things less so that mm-hmm. your overall health can improve. Um, and that takes work. <laughs> it takes work to mm-hmm. be able to reframe your understanding of what healthy movement is. It's not always more. It's not always higher impact, higher intensity, or, you know, it's not always uh, the perfect way of eating because I know for me that made me crazy and it made me stressed and it really did damage my personal relationships. And the Lord can heal all of those things, but it does take a step um, of faith and it takes a community. It takes people, you know, we are his body. And so that's why, you know, we created this course too, to, to have a, a group, you know, we're not doing this alone. We're together. A lot of us, so many of us maybe, you know, struggle with the area of health and to be able to say, what is the right thing to do? Okay. How can we constantly surrender that to the Lord and ask him what's the, you know, what is, what is right and what is good and what is true. And then receive that peace in exchange um, that's not, <laughs> that we're so undeserving of. Um, but nonetheless, he gives it to us. And so um, thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm thankful, thankful to God for you, thankful to, for to him for your story and that you can share it not only here, but with so many other college students um, who need that. Mm-hmm. So if you can leave the listeners with uh, one takeaway tip, what would it be? Uh I think, again, even just doing the 12-week course, that was just one besides like going to the doctor, going to honestly to a therapist and get counsel and even just taking steps and listening to your podcast. Like it was so amazing how I just came across it one day. I think a tip that I would encourage um, other people is just taking it more seriously. Again, I just think I was um, hesitant to even talk more about this. 
um, to other people because again, I just didn't think it was that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. And so just Proverbs 3, um, when it talks about trusting the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding Mm -hmm. in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And the idea of just like, if we fear the Lord and turn away from evil, it will be healing to our flesh and refreshment Mm -hmm. to our bones. And so just taking steps of faith in this area by and maybe in your mind in our heads where oh, I'm taking this way too seriously or this I'm being really dramatic I'm like really most of the time we just aren't um it's really just us trusting God um and to lean more on his understanding and his understanding of what he says about food and movement and health mm. and not ours and not what we're being influenced by the media or just around the world so just really encourage those like take that step of faith that really will lead to more freedom and more healing in this area and don't just be content with where you're at or I'm good enough it's fine it'll go away it really won't until we really Mm -hmm. take it seriously and cut things off to bring God into it so that was one thing I wish I would have if I could go back push myself to just take it seriously and trust God with it um, because I've only seen the the flip side of it now and the healing and the freedom of it yeah and you it's like oh I wish I would have had this earlier and you know God's timing's perfect. He he can right. he can restore all things. But right. But I love that piece of encouragement. And it sounds like you um your heart is to work with college students. If someone is a college student and they're listening to this, or maybe there's a parent who has a college student, um, and they're like, ooh, yeah, that, you know, then that health environment does feel normal um to exercise a lot to eat a certain way. Is there anything different that you would say to the college student? Um no, I mean, I'm not even that far removed from when I was a student I mean, mm-hmm. six years ago. But even then, I have seen just what does seem to be advertised and desired and worshipped is just fitness culture. Just the clothes that we buy now and that we wear casually is a little bit different than when I was in college. And it's more of just this fitness um, culture that really is what is desirable and admired. Mm-hmm. And so I think even if I were to go back, I feel like it'd even be more tempting or confusing for me. And so mm-hmm. just for the college students to really um, learn again, just how to like do your body and to experience exercise and healthy eating, but in a way that really is glorifying to God and actually brings you to a deeper relationship with him like that, that does exist. And that can mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. But just for the college student, like being careful and honest with yourself like we can say hey I am being affected by this culture but it I think it should be very humbling and I don't think any of us really want to admit that mm-hmm. um we don't want I didn't want to admit that I didn't want to say that I'm struggling or that I care what people think or the way that I look but deep down until I actually was just able I mean God said like he gives more grace and um, he opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble and mm-hmm. so just that first step of humility um, opens the door of just experiencing more of God's grace. So yes. just for the college student, I think it's okay to acknowledge that maybe we are being affected by the loud culture around us yeah. in this area. Yeah, that's good. Love that. Um, thank you. So while this podcast is airing, our 12-week course is open. So I know that you went through it and this time around, it's a little bit different we will have one-on-one coaching because we want to make sure that people feel like they they understand the content. We're helping them walk through it because it is important. It's so important to, to have people to walk through it with you. Um, and so I'm really excited to, to be one of those coaches. Is there anything that you would say to the person who's like, oh, I, I might 
I might think about that or I might need that. Is there, would you recommend it? And if so, then what would you say? Yes, very, very strongly recommend. Um, it really is something that I think God used so greatly in my life to lead me in like practical ways to take his scripture and immediately like apply it in these areas of my life. And to just, I think the the course really did give me the, the multiple opportunities to be really honest with myself. Like the mm-hmm. questions in the videos and in the book um, helped me almost put words into what I was actually feeling um, mm-hmm. and thinking and believing about myself. Um, but I just needed those heart level questions that no one was really asking me, but the course really provided me to like look more inward. Um, it really never was about again the food or the workout. Like there's just a deeper mm-hmm. meaning in all of it. And so until I got to the root, almost like the core issue is um, what the course provides through God's word is practical ways to unpack that. And so definitely recommend it and definitely invite encourage y'all to like invite your other friends to do it with you I didn't I didn't really I got to bring my mom into it she did it with me and I think that was that was so helpful for just our relationship Mm -hmm. so definitely encourage it it led me to actually live the life that God has called us to Um, yes oh yeah I love that I know it's so helpful when your family gets it (laughs) because it's like they they know what I know now they know what I'm while I'm walking through because that those can be the hardest relationships sometimes when it comes to food and movement and body conversations. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, thank you for that. And I know that you've listed also some resources for people to, to look into as well in addition to the course. So we're going to list those um, in the blog posts and the show in the show notes. Um, so and I see you've also listed freedom, the freedom of self forgetfulness. And um, I'm not idle quote might actually be in there. I'm not sure where I read it. But that <laughs> is such a great little book to read. Um, mm-hmm. So Katie, will you pray for our listeners? Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, Father, thank you so much for today. I thank you for waking us up this morning, giving us bodies and food and clothing and all that we have. God comes from you and out of love. And I'm just so grateful for how you've used um, the Joyful Health course and podcast in my life to bring me back to you in this area of wellness for me. I pray for each person who is listening today. God, I ask that you would just give them eyes to see and what area in their health journey they need to surrender to you and trust you with more than themselves. God, I pray that um, even though it might feel scary or out of control to let go of these rules or beliefs, God, would you show them that trusting you with our body leads to the most steady and joyful life. And Mm -hmm. Father, we just need your help. Would you help us see ourselves the way you see us? And would you give us the confidence that we have in Jesus? Um, But God, we need you. And I'm so thankful for you. And it's in your son's name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you um, for sharing your story of really trading, striving for surrender and the Mm -hmm. amazing joy that's on the other side of that. So, um, okay, friends, until next time, may you rest in his grace and follow the joy. 